welcome to the weekly podcast of River Valley Church. We're glad you're here. Our heart is to lead people to Jesus and launch them into their God-given purpose. So we pray you would encounter God in a fresh, new way today. To learn more about our church, visit rivervalley.org. Now, let's tune in to this week's message. Well, I recently mentioned in a sermon that I was working on a sermon, Living Above the Clouds, and that's what I want to do today. I want to preach that sermon, Living Above the Clouds, because with the COVID uh, breakthroughs that are happening, with the restrictions that are lifting each day, and we thank God that we uh, now can have up to 3,000 in an indoor venue, which means all of you are losing your first class seating. We're going to put the rows back in, and uh, but we thank God. All these things are happening, but I just want to just continue to encourage our church and those that are watching right now to live above the clouds. Now, I acknowledge this has been uh, probably for us collectively our most difficult season that we've gone through probably in our whole life. Um, I know individuals go through more trying times by themselves, but collectively, this is probably the, the most, you know, tough season that we've gone through. And uh, this global pandemic has just been going on. It's very real, um, but it's also very temporary. And I just feel like in the last year, we've been living under the clouds. And there's just been a, a just, I, I don't know how to say it any other way. There's just been a, a COVID cloud that has been on us. And I asked our team, I said, could you get me a, a COVID cloud for the, for the screen behind me? I said, I wanna illustrate this. And I want that on the surface. So go ahead, put it there. All right, there it is. Sort of like, get that behind me, you know. <laughs> but some of us have been just living in the clouds. We've been under the clouds. We've been in the clouds. And we just, we realized that lives were lost, that more people have died from this, that, that people will die from the other effects of the lockdowns. And we have been trying to advocate for those people and saying, let's get the engine started again to feed those people. Let's do what we can to mitigate these, the uh, covid but we realize that other people are, they're just, other people are just dying on the inside. They're dying on the inside. It's like clouds have come onto the inside of their life and something has happened and there's just this living under the cloud and uh, I am praying for that to lift off of everyone right now. I'm praying for it to lift off of you, off of our church, off of your neighbors. I'm praying that wherever you go, there's gonna be a lifting of the clouds and you can live above those clouds. That's what I'm believing for. Um, how many know on a hot day, you're thankful for a cloud? You're like, oh, thank you, cloud. And you're like, all right, move with the cloud. You know, you're like thankful for it. But, but after seven days of not seeing the sun, how many know that, the typical Minnesotan gets very depressed. If, for those that are online, you're part of our online congregation, you may not knows, know this, but Minnesotans are very affected by clouds, okay, and by the sun. It could be minus 30 and sunny, and people come to church, like, car started, we're here, you know, doesn't matter. But it's 60 and cloudy, and people are like, stay home, stay in bed. <sighs> You realize we just went through the cloudiest January since 1963. The cloudiest January in Minnesota since 1963, before I was born. That's how old this is. And we, it was just cloudy. And then we came out of a cloudy January into a frozen February. 
And then it's like, I'm looking for an M word, a magnificent march. I mean, it's all just moving. It's just moving. But it was just, people were in despair and there was a cloud that was there. And th this cloud is more than just the clouds that have hit our, our state. It's a cloud that has been on our country and on the world. And even as restrictions are relaxed, people are saying, is it safe? Is it safe? Is it safe? Despair has hit the young and the old, and this cloud has got to lift. We've got to live above the clouds and say, we're not going to stay under this depression and despair anymore. One former New York Times uh, writer shared that in the past weekend, he was aware of zero beds for children and adolescents in, in the inpatient psychology beds available anywhere in New York or in the surrounding cities. Children are being affected by this in a big way. It's time for parents. Come on, we got to live above the clouds and bring our kids with us. Now, this is not a pep rally. This is a sermon, and we need this. We need this, and I want you to live above the clouds. And I, I think I want to get rid of the COVID clouds, so give me a live above the clouds. I love our new screen, and I'm going to take advantage of this. This is us, and we're just going to live above the clouds. All right? That's where we're living. That's where we're living. And if you have your Bibles, turn with me to Romans chapter eight, verse 35. The Apostle Paul's writing this after he's been in preaching for about 25 years. And he says, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written for your sake, we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor demons, nor either the present, nor the future, nor any powers, neither height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. That's something about living above the clouds. We'll get there in just a moment, but there's one more verse, and I'm gonna have these two sections, both in Romans. Romans 15, 13. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may, be, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. I am praying that you will overflow in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. I'm praying that you will live above the clouds and the truth of these two passages are gonna speak to us today. If we didn't have hope, we could think like it's time to end it all. If we didn't have hope, we could say the, the economy or this or that or my job or this or what about COVID? What about that? Is it safe? If we didn't, you know, it's, it's not uncommon for people that are thinking all hope is gone for them to think it's time to end it all. I think about that story in the Bible with Elijah. He was staying with this widow and her son and, and, and she said, I'm just gonna make a cake. Me and the boy are gonna eat the cake and then we're gonna die. It's like, it's over. And Elijah's like, no, 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 God's got a miracle for you. God's gonna take you above the clouds. God's gonna take care of us. God's gonna get us through this. And I wanna speak to all of us. God is gonna get us through this. He's the God of hope. Our enemy, the devil, is the devil of despair. And those thoughts of despair and doom and gloom and it's all over and we can't make it, that's not coming from God, that's coming from the enemy. And our God is the God of hope. And so in light of what we go through, we're looking at this and we're saying, I refuse to live under the clouds. And that first thing that I read to you in Romans 8, it gives a whole list. It gives a whole list 
of things that could cause us to live under the clouds, that could cause us to live defeated. And I want to point out some of the things like Paul's not just looking for words to say, like, how about this one? How about that one? There's a real meaning to this. He says, he says, trouble can't separate us. It can't keep us from God. Like we're going to live above the trouble. And the word that he used there means pressure from the outside. Pressure from the outside. In our life, we have pressures from the outside that cause us to wonder, are we going to make it? Uh, is God going to get us through this? Are we going to be under the clouds or over the clouds? We have these troubles. Maybe it's with your job. Maybe it's from the government. Maybe it's, you know, whatever it is that's happening. And all of a sudden it's on the outside and it's outside your control. But he says those things that are coming at you from the outside of your body, they're not going to separate you from God's love. And then he says hardship. Hardship. Why does he use that word? That's mental grief. How many know that the things going on in here sometimes are 10 times worse than the things going on out there? And you start, what if, why not, oh boy. And then little things, and it grows, and it grows, and it grows, and it grows. And he says, guess what? The things that are bouncing around in here aren't gonna stop God either. And he says, persecution. And I would say we're not in persecution, maybe antagonism. But he says, persecution can't stop. Like, we, we're gonna rise above the cloud of persecution. We're gonna rise above the cloud of hardship. We're gonna rise above the cloud of trouble, and we're not gonna let this keep us down. He's, he goes on this list, and he says, the danger of the sword. This is the constant exposure to death. And you're like, I wonder, I wonder, I wonder. And I mean, let's be real. Almost a year ago, we started the 15 days to slow the spread. I believe it was March 17th. And we had 15 days to slow the spread. And you were, people were worried. Do I go outside? What's gonna happen? You saw the videos of people on TV falling in China on the streets and you didn't know what was gonna happen. And we, it was ventilators and it was, it was, and so this pressure that has been there has caused people to have clouds settle on them and they're living below the clouds. Paul would say, I know all sorts of things that have happened. It wasn't COVID, but there was a constant exposure to death that he was worried about. And he's saying, you know what? I'm not going to live below this. I'm going to go above this. It's not going to keep me away from God. I'm going to stay close to him. Nothing on the list keeps me under the clouds. Now, I'm not denying the clouds. I'm not denying the clouds. People say, Pastor Rob, you're denying it. No, I'm not. I am flying above the clouds. That's the way I've been living. I've been living this for a long time. Matter of fact, when I, I, I will say this, you know, you, I lived in the uncertainty, all right? I lived in the uncertainty, you know, like COVID's out there and I had the uncertainty. And then I gotta tell you, once I got through it, I got through the, I was just like, oh, I'm living above the clouds. I'm living, I was like, I am full of antibody. I am, I mean, I just got above it. I mean, and, and there was just a, a, a whole different level of, and I just was like, wait, wait, it's not even just the antibodies. God's been with me whether I had the antibodies or not. He's been helping me to live above the clouds. And I'm like, I am going to live above the clouds. So I'm not denying it, but I love what an old preacher said, C.M. Ward. I found a sermon that he wrote and he was talking about just living on the happy side of life. And so I used it as a resource, but I love this quote. He says, the believer is not immune to sickness, sorrow, loss, misunderstanding. But the believer can be immune to rebellion, pouting, criticism, thinking God has favorites. 
And you can be immune. You can say, I'm going to live above the clouds. I'm just going to live above what's going on around me. And this word that Paul uses, he says, we are more than conquerors, more than conquerors. And it's not in our own strength, but the word that he uses here is the word hupernikos. Hupernikos, I think they're gonna put it on the screen. It's a Greek word, hupernikos. Actually, Paul puts two words together. And the first word, hooper, means, it means over. It means more. I mean, it literally means over. So it means I'm gonna be over the struggles, and he says, I'm an over champion. Nikos means champion or overwhelming force. And Paul's trying to tell people like in Christ, not in our own strength, not because you have the antibodies, but in Christ, in Christ, you are Hoopernikos. Turn to your neighbor, do your best job of saying Hoopernikos. So you're like, hyper Nikes. Close enough. Nothing on the list keeps me below the clouds because I am Hoopernikos. I am more than a conqueror. I am an overcomer. I have the ability because of Christ, not because I hype myself up, not because of whatever I've done, because I am in Christ, I have the privilege of living over the clouds. Now, the other passage there that I read was in Romans 15, 13. It says, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trusted him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. God is the God of hope. He's the God of hope. And I want to point out a few things that I understand about this, about what we've gone through in the last year and what I've realized in life. Clouds move. Clouds move, they keep moving. They don't stay there forever. And God gets me above the clouds that linger long in my life and I'm able to get above them. In that old sermon that I found, I, it was hard to believe this, but when I was looking at this old sermon by C.M. Ward, in the sermon, he said this. He said, smallpox, polio, yellow fever, diphtheria are conquered. They don't have the fear on us anymore. And I thought, wow, praise God. We could say, guess what? COVID will be conquered. Yeah. I'm just saying, we, whatever it is we're facing, it's conquered. And on, in this world, he gives us the ability to rise above it. And our, our frailty of our body reminds us that it's not our own strength that gets us over it. It's in Christ. Right. It's in Christ. He says, I, I want you to have this hope and I want you to overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, I've been noticing this about our church services. I don't know when it flipped. I don't know when it flipped, but in the last couple months, it's like our services, something flipped. I see people here that are shaking their heads and nodding, something flipped, like something happened. And it's at all of our campuses, we're experiencing it where something flipped. There's just a greater hunger. There's just something happened. And I believe it's this, that the God of hope has been filling us with hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. 
And in the power of the Holy Spirit, we've seen this as, as spirit-filled believers, we've seen a greater flow of the Holy Spirit in our services. We've seen a, a just in our worship, something's happening and there's this above the cloud, this joy that's coming up. And, and in our services, there, it just seems like there's more shouting, there's more clapping, there, and you're clapping on beat. There's just more, uh, there's more joy. There's more smiles, even though, how many of you can tell people are still smiling even though they got a face mask, right? I, saw, I, I could tell, you're smiling right there. I can tell, you can see the eyes are smiling. There's more smiling, there's more joy, there's laughter that's coming in, there's singing. And I believe this, that when you have the God of hope filling you with the power of the Holy Spirit, it starts to overflow. It starts to overflow and it's giving other people around you lift off. This is happening. Now, I know some people are kept away because of distance and I know some people are kept away because of comorbidities and different things. But I just wanna to speak to those people that are wondering like, can we come back to worship? Can we come back? I gotta tell you, there are thousands that are coming back every week and they're saying, we're coming back in. We're gonna get above these clouds and I need, a little, I need a little energy from the people around me. I need a little fire to build up in me. And I'm telling you, each week, it just feels like it builds on the next. And that's why I was so grateful when the governor said, all right, more chairs, more chairs, praise God. There's something about it. There's something about what God's doing, yeah. In the coming days, I just believe this, more and more people are gonna to try to get above the clouds. They're just, they've been living in the clouds for so long and there's something within us that just says, I wanna get above the clouds and I just want believers to be leading the way. I want us to be leading the way because we're overflowing in the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit is what is giving us the, the liftoff and giving us the ability. We're abounding in this hope because of who we are in Christ Jesus more than a conqueror. So, now, some people have got clouds in them no matter what. How many know that pre-COVID, there were people that lived with clouds in their life? They're just people. Like, if you've ever been to a communist country, if you've ever been to a communist country, you will be in a place, and it might have the most beautiful architecture, and it might be the most beautiful day, and you might be eating the most beautiful meal, and there will just be a cloudiness that is on them. There will just be a cloud that is rested on them that has nothing to do with a pandemic. It's just a cloud of communism that has just crept on them. And even if they're fighting against remnants, it's just like a remnant cloud that is on them. And you can all, I mean, seriously, you could just walk down the streets and you can always be like, that person's a believer. That person's a believer. That person's a believer. They've got to be a believer. I mean, it's just, you can see the difference because the cloud has lifted off of them. And there are certain people that are just gloomy no matter what. And I'm speaking to you. If you were gloomy before COVID, you need to watch this sermon a second time, all right? But I'll never forget, I went to do a home visit when I was a young pastor. I went in and I visited this uh, lady, her family was there. And I walked in and it was gloom. It was gloom. The room was dark. It was gloom. And I, now she had some sicknesses, but you know, I, I went in and I said, how, how, how are you doing? 
She said, well, my heart is bad. I got diabetes, I got eye issues, I got thyroid, and I got this, and my car is broken, and my dog is sick, and my left leg doesn't work, and, you know, and she just, and the list kept going on and on. And, it, it was, and, and then I, so I'm young minister, and she gets done with her list, and I said, besides that, how are you doing? And I'll never, forget, I'll never forget what she said. She looked at me, she goes, there is no besides that. I was a young minister, so I was like, oh, okay, okay. But if I was to do that visit today, I'd be like, yes, there is a besides that. You are more than a conqueror. You should be overflowing the power of the Holy Spirit. This isn't the end game. Come on, we know a God that heals. By the way, whenever somebody shares doom and gloom with you, like, oh, I got this, don't go, oh yeah, I know other people that have that too. It's so bad. Don't do that. Talk about Jesus. Talk about, well, let's go to the God that heals. Let's go to the one that could break through this. Let's go, let's ask by the power of the Holy Spirit that maybe a miracle could happen in this moment. And let's get the gloom off of you. Hooper Nikos, hyper Nike, come on. I gotta tell you, there's somebody um, in our church. I wish everybody in our church could know Kathy Reynolds. I wish everybody could. Many at our Apple Valley campus know her. And I gotta tell you, um, she has had a bunch of those things that I listed. She was not the lady I visited, by the way. Um, she's always abounding in the joy, always, always. And she got COVID in this time. And Becca and I went into prayer and fasting, like, God, please, like, she had a list of things, you know, going into this. And a couple weeks after she had COVID, I saw her on the front row and I said, Kathy, praise God. She said, COVID's not taking me. COVID's not taking me. And she's at front row worshiping Jesus. And I was just like, man, if you are cloudy, talk to Kathy. All right. I'm going to abound. I'm going to live above the clouds. And so the first thing I wanna to speak to you if you're gonna do that is you have to live up to the reality of God's word. It says you are more than a conqueror. It says that. It says that you could abound in hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. Live up to the word of God. Stop giving yourself excuses of why you can't live up to that and say, God, I claim that. I ask that for me. That's the way I'm gonna live. I'm gonna live at that level. Second thing is, if you're gonna live as a, as a more than a conqueror, you're gonna have to watch what you eat. And I guess physical food does make a difference, but I mean spiritual, mental food. Proverbs 4.23 says, above all else, guard your heart for everything else you do flows from it. Philippians 4.8 says, finally, the brothers and sisters, whatever's true, whatever's noble, whatever's right, whatever's pure, whatever's lovely, whatever's admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. And I'm gonna say, watch what you eat. One of the things that I just did during this whole last year is I reduced my nightly news intake. I did. I, some of you are like, praise God. No, I just, I just, I, I, I'd get home or I'd be at home, you know, locked down and I'd turn on the news and it was just like, and I just felt the cloud and I felt like it was speaking everything contrary to what the word of God was speaking over my life. And I was like, I'm not gonna, I, I didn't ignore the news. I read news and I, and I made sure that what I ate, I looked around and got a variety of things instead of what they were pumping me at the nightly news. And I'm telling you, all of a sudden my spirit lifted because nightly news lowers your altitude. It just does. The nightly news lowers your altitude. I thought about this. I wish that they'd say Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we're gonna have happy news, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, sad news. 
I'd only watch Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I'm just saying, yeah. John 10, 27 says, my sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. In John chapter five, I believe it is, he talks about they don't hear a stranger's voice. They don't listen to it. And so many of us, we're going to the news and this and that, and we're watching all these other things instead of listening to what the Holy Spirit was speaking over us. We've got to watch what you feed on and what you feed. And so reduce that intake of the outside voices and listen to Jesus. In 2000, a hacker, in the year 2000, a hacker broke in to an air traffic control signal. It was in England and a hacker broke into the frequency and started telling the planes to do things that would lead them onto a collision. And the air traffic controller realized what was going on, that they were responding to a voice he couldn't hear, but they could, and they were about to collide and crash at different airports. And the air traffic controller screamed in the mic, listen to my voice only. And he guided them to safety. And I think God is speaking to a lot of people. Listen to my voice only. You want to lift above the clouds? Listen to my voice. Now, in the midst of this cloudy moments, you're going to make the most of every moment that we've got in the clouds. And we're going to pray, God, get us above the clouds, get us above the clouds. Get, but while we're in there, we're going to make the most of every moment. Again, the believer doesn't deny that there are cloudy moments, but I am flying and I'm trying to get altitude above the clouds. But while I'm in the clouds, while I'm in those moments, I'm gonna make the most of every moment. Acts 28 talks about a time when the apostle Paul was on lockdown. He endured a house arrest for a couple years. And it says for two whole years. Paul stayed there in his own rented house and welcomed all who came to see him. He proclaimed the kingdom of God and taught about the Lord Jesus Christ with all boldness and without hindrance. Paul made the most of those moments. It was a cloud moment. He wanted to be out doing things, but he said, guess what? I'm on lockdown. Guess what? We're gonna have people come to me. Guess what? I'm gonna make the most of this. I'm gonna write letters to the church. Guess what? I'm gonna make the most of every moment that I have as I'm in the clouds. But guess what? I'm looking forward to the day that I rise above the clouds. But while I'm here, I'm gonna make the most of every moment. And we did the same thing. We had online services. We had kids' programs and videos. We did drive-by visits. How many remember drive-by visits and drive-by parties last year, right? Hey, hey, honking the horn. Hey, where you go? For all the kids that you gypped and didn't give them a gift, give them a double gift this year. All right, but anyway. We had online campus officially started. We had an online next class. The other day we had online next class. We're making the most of, of the time that was in the clouds and now we're living above it. But you know what we did while we were in the clouds coming through? We, we did that. We said, we're gonna do online next class. The other day, not one person in our next class online was from Minnesota. They were rather from Germany, Brazil, South Africa, uh, Miami, and Kansas. What a group. We've had virtual global teams, online alpha, online Holy Spirit retreat. I don't have all the details, but on this Saturday, somebody got baptized in the Holy Spirit in a Zoom room one-on-one. -on -one. I'm just saying. We did online Good Friday, and we're keeping that one this year at home, online. We have digital life groups. You understand? We make the most of it. We make the most of it, and we've got daily living. We're saying, God, as we're in the clouds, we're gonna keep fighting. We're gonna make the most of every moment, but we know that there's a life above the clouds, and that's where we're aiming. And until we get there, we're gonna stop pouting, and we're gonna make the most of every moment that you give us. 
A.W. Pink, the theologian, not the artist, A.W. Pink, said, daily living by faith on Christ is what makes the difference between the sickly and the healthy Christian, between the defeated and the victorious saint. Daily living. We're gonna make the most of every day that God gives us, and we're gonna say, I'm gonna stay engaged. I'm gonna stay engaged until he gets me above the storms. And then the last thing is, praise God in the storm and in the clouds to get the lift above the clouds. Acts 16, 25 Paul and Silas, it says about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God and the other prisoners were listening to them. I'm just telling you that, please, 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 if you are limited by distance and you cannot get to church and you are limited by uh, comorbidities or things like that, thank God for online. But almost to a person, when people come back and they praise with other people, when they praise with other people in an environment of praise. And you say, well, we're praising in my living room. I did that too in the summer. There was one moment I was praising God and, and I, in the sermon, I was watching my own sermon and I said, get on your knees and praise God. And I was with Becca's mom and dad and, and Becca's dad was asleep in the chair. And Becca's mom said, the knees are out. I can't get on my knees. And, and Becca, I don't know, she was like holding the, I don't know, something that was in her hand. She's like, I'm out. And so I'm on my knees in the living room. It was just awkward, but I did it because I told myself to do it in the sermon, you know, like, <laughs> practice what you preach, you know. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, almost to a person, when we opened the doors here and people came in, it wasn't a building, it was a together praising God moment. People started to cry. And each week, as we saw more people come back, people started to cry. People were overwhelmed by the power of the Holy Spirit. There was, uh, there's just that, it just happens each week. And as people come back, we welcome you back. There's no judgment. Everybody did what they thought was right. And everybody stayed. And according to their issues and comorbidities and things they had out of their control. But as it's time now, let's get back and let's have this ability to rise above the clouds. Maybe there's people right now, the thing that's keeping you from rising above the clouds is you just haven't been praising and worshiping God. And all of a sudden you come in and that's going to be the breakthrough and it's going to happen just like Paul and Silas. I'm sure they had prayed, they had prayed, but it wasn't until the Bible says they praised that all of a sudden the breakthrough happened. I believe we're gonna live above the clouds. Hupernikos, more than a conqueror, abounding in hope, abounding, overflowing in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit, and we're gonna live above the clouds in Jesus' name. So right now, God, we say we will live up to your word, we will live above the clouds, we will live as more than conquerors. And God, I just pray for that. Help us to live that way and not stay under the clouds. Clouds will not settle on us anymore. Clouds will not be in us, on the outside of us, around us. Instead, in Jesus' name, we will live as more than conquerors above the clouds. And God, give us that breakthrough week by week by week, day by day, and soon, hour by hour, as things change and move forward, help us to live above the clouds in Jesus' name I pray, amen and amen.